0: Would you like for me to tell you a little joke? <coughs> huh? Yes? Are you laughing now?
1: All right, welcome to episode 29 of Embrace the Suck, the only official licensed, sanctioned, purgatory dodging podcast of APG, bringing you two cents worth of free perspective on the heavy-hitting lifestyle. I'm your host, Bill Hart, coming to you almost live, this time from San Francisco, where if you don't die in a fire tornado, you may soon be able to vote, so long as you're at least 16 years old. Yeah, that's happening, and you wonder why things are on fire. Well, we're going to skip the beard update today because I think that pretty much speaks for itself, but I do have with me special guest today, retired NFL lineman from the San Francisco 49ers, Mike Person. Mike, what's up?
0: Hey, how we doing, Bill? Good, man. Not yeah. dead yet. What are yeah. you, uh, <laughs> okay. so like,
1: uh, you retired just in time, I guess, yeah?
0: Yeah, it, it, uh, it's kind of a good year to be done. Yeah. happy not to deal with stuff going on
1: <laughs> you don't want to impress the uh, the cardboard fans
0: <laughs> no i mean they would still find a way to yell at me but whatever
1: <laughs> right are they is nfl's using real people now are they using cardboard or real people or what do you know
0: i have no idea i think some people some stadiums have real people some don't but
1: i don't know <laughs> yeah i saw uh I saw I know baseball is using cardboard people. I think some of the cardboard yeah. people actually have masks too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, whatever. And they're three seats apart. <laughs> and they're three seats apart. Hey, don't let those cardboard people uh, infect each other. Well, so uh for the people that uh that don't know who you are, uh you give like a quick background of of you know your your story.
0: Yeah, uh Grew up in Montana, small town, went to Montana State for college. Drafted by the 49ers in 2011. Uh, spent a year there, a year in Seattle, two years in St. Louis, year and a half in Atlanta. Uh, Where would I go next? Uh, half a season in Kansas City, then a year in Indianapolis, and then back to 49ers for my last two years.
1: Nice, dude. So
0: you got some stamps in your
1: passport, I guess, man.
0: Yeah, just a few. Just a few. That that might be the fastest rundown I've ever had of everywhere I've been. <laughs> <laughs>
1: nice. Um, dude, so, yeah, like, before we ever started working with any NFL teams at all, like, I didn't really know how, how different each team's personality could be. Was there, like – was there any differences that you noticed, I mean, between one team and the next or things you liked or didn't like?
0: Yeah, there. each team – the locker room is different. Um, like the cultures that we had in Atlanta and San Francisco, those aren't those aren't the norm for most NFL teams, um, where everybody kind of intermingles with everybody. A lot of them that I've been on were kind of position groups hung out with each other, you know, and that that's about it. There wasn't much reaching out across the aisle, so to say. But uh, yeah, it it's it's kind of cool because each team has its own unique character and you see what, what fits for you, what you would want to do if you were a head coach. And I was lucky enough to be around some really good ones. Yeah,
1: totally. Totally. Yeah. I got a chance to talk to DQ. Before, I mean, I don't know, a few months ago now, I want to say, when he was still hanging out in Hawaii. Oh. So that was cool.
0: <laughs> Tough yeah. <life> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Tough life. Hey man, I'm at the beach house. <laughs> dude well how did you get into this racket man um because i mean I, I don't know if you know i don't know you know most people just see like you some big guy that's playing football but i mean it, most offensive linemen aren't what you would call giant guys right
0: yeah yeah i mean from at least from my perspective most of them aren't giant giant guys i mean obviously you have some huge guys but uh yeah, I just grew up around the game. My dad was our football coach in my hometown. Um, so that kind of always always made me want to play it. And, uh, you know, he was an offensive lineman. So that's the only place that I saw my future. Most people don't want to be an offensive lineman. But once you are one, it uh, you're one forever. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's kind of cool. No, I mean, it was, you guys had like a really cool room, just kind of the, the vibe and the, the, the personality in there, I thought was pretty cool. And I think most people, well, most people for sure. I mean, it it took forever for me to get my head around how much goes on in there. I mean, everything from where's your hands, where's your feet. I mean, this is like the make or break.
0: Yeah. I mean, they, they definitely break it down to the last little detail. Um, but when uh, – it, it can get monotonous, but when you have a room like we did, it, uh, it's really fun because, you know, we, we bust each other's balls and if it's a good play or a bad play. And you can't have thin skin, that's for sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, they, they break it down to every little thing that you can find. And, you know, it, it, uh, it goes a long way, but at the same time, it gets you to overthink a lot. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, so, like uh, – I mean, because I guess probably mo- most people don't get a, a chance to hear from, like, hey, we are talking to an NFL guy over here. Or, you know, like you get the ESPN version. It's like, here, read mm-hmm. this card and don't say anything else. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so just, like, being a SEAL team guy, I mean, people come to us all the time and say, hey, man, do you really have to kill a puppy or, you know, something crazy, you know. Is there – Is there a how much of what people see, like in you know, I don't know, movies or weird stories is 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 madness, and then what's the what's what's the stuff that well, what's the cool stuff?
0: Like what you see in movies for offensive linemen is they're all just fat and dumb. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not dumb, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not dumb in the football sense. Real world, real world, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty <laughs> dumb, but uh, uh, like most, they're the we're the most laid back guys usually on the team, and you know we, I, I don't, I'm not good with stories off the top of my head, never have been, but um, you know it, it's just a fun group of guys to always be around because we're not the what everybody thinks of as a football player, you know, all these guys that are just jacked beyond belief. Oh Um, yeah. We we are kind of the roly poly guys as people see us and (laughs) we kind of embrace that. And, you know, if, if uh, I don't know where I'm going with this, I'm kind of rambling. (laughs) No, your money. (laughs) Yeah. We're, we, we kind of embrace that uh, pop culture of it that people Think that we're always left behind, so we kind of just stick together. <laughs> cool. So,
1: how much? Um, I mean, because like you grew up in Montana, yeah, and I mean, I grew up out mm-hmm. in the middle of the desert in in California, and it was a little bit weird for me, you know, to go to, you know, I don't know what you would call the big time of anything. You're like, well, dude, I'm really here. Would did that kind mm-hmm. of put the zap on your head ever, like walking out there the first yeah. time and people are yelling?
0: I mean, the big time for me was my first year at Montana State. Oh, yeah. You know, and that's all there is in Montana for football is us and University of Montana. So that's what you, that's what you want to do as a little kid is go there and play. Uh-huh. And I remember, like, my first practice, my eyes – I mean, my eyes were as big as they could be. But yeah. I remember looking like, holy shit, I I'm here at Montana State. I'm doing this for real. And then – once I got to San Francisco, I'm like, "Holy shit, I'm I'm in the big city." The first time I'm ever I've ever been out of Montana. I, oh, I'm really? nap wow. well, you live basically, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that was a culture shock because um, oh, for me, growing up, a big city was Billings, 120,000 people. Oh wow! So it, uh, yeah, yeah, it, it was it was a culture shock. That's for sure.
1: I bet. Did you have to have a roommate your first year or two with that cost of
0: living? or Were you all right? Yeah, that first year I lived with uh, Alex Boone and Daniel Kilgore, and <laughs> it, it was it was something else, that's for sure.
1: <laughs> that was that really blew my mind because I mean, I mean, even if having worked around football a little while, it took really until we were in San Fran with you guys where you kind of get it into your head that like a lot of these cats are like working stiffs, you know, these yeah. guys are like, these yeah. are nine to five Joe's only your nine yeah. to five is go out here and run as fast as you can into somebody else. And, yeah. and then you're going to get like, you know, like you're going to go home with like your, your $50,000 a year job and you're going to have to shack up with somebody someplace.
0: Cause yeah. you can't uh, afford it, dude. Not in Silicon yeah. Valley. Especially out there, man. I don't know how teachers do it. Like, teachers, cops, normal, normal people. Yeah. Like it's, it's unbelievable. Um, yeah. And, and that's the way it is for most teams too. It, these got these dudes are just show up, bring your lunch pill, go home, hang out with your family. I mean, it, it's not like ballers on HBO where yeah. you're going out every night and to the club and partying like this is uh, it's a bunch of average dudes in there like there's that's what people forget is these guys are just humans like oh yeah they're just here to they're here show up to work do their work and yeah you see them on Sundays on ESPN and stuff but I mean talk to them they're just dudes
1: oh yeah totally yeah and I it was it was kind of a trip for me because guys are guys are so young and I mean Mm -hmm. I remember when I was a little kid this was like like these are grown factory working men with serious mustaches and metal lunchboxes. And, you know, mm-hmm. they haven't yeah. got time for your
0: shenanigans, but no, these are young dudes. <laughs> yeah. These, these, I mean, obviously you have your knuckleheads in there, but uh, yeah. It And as my career went on, it, it was like, man, I felt I could tell the difference between rookies from my year in 2011 to Rookies in 2017, 18. Oh, just really? The, just like the, not the attitudes of them, but how far technology has come in those eight years. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like my generation was the last one, last generation to use a land phone, you know? Oh, yeah. Up. I, I didn't have a cell phone until I was a senior in high school. And now you have kids in middle school that have them.
1: Yeah.
0: But it's just, it, it uh, you can tell the difference. Joe and I would we'd uh, we'd bitch about it a lot, <laughs> especially about McGlincy.
1: <laughs> oh man, yeah, I had a land phone growing up. I didn't even have a cell phone until dude. I was already in the Navy for a few years before I ever yeah. had a cell phone. And I'd see people with cell phones. I'm like, I haven't got time for this, man. I don't I don't need this. Yeah. Don't or need texting this even worse. <laughs> I didn't never text anybody till I got to the Philippines. You know, those people text like someone's paying them to do it. I would just text you. I'm like, dude, don't text me. Just call. No, I don't have time. I would text you.
0: Man,
1: what are you doing now? Where are you at?
0: Uh, we're in Ohio. Uh, we live about an hour away from my wife's parents. Um, oh, nice. Just hanging out. I'm volunteer coaching down at uh, the high school, about five minutes away from here. So that's been fun. Started doing that a week and a half ago. Oh, yeah. uh, Just been hanging out with the kids, doing as much fishing as I can, and yeah. Oh, that's cool.
1: Dude, how is that with – because I kind of wondered, like, you know, know, now we're – you know, it's not really possible to just walk into anything anymore and have a career, have a life. Like, you got to start when you're a kid, like, Mm -hmm. busting ass. Like, this is what I'm going to be 20 years from now. So seeing Mm -hmm. kids that are like, I'm going to play football, and you're kind of like, all right, well, where do you kind of – how do you steer these guys,
0: you know? Well, yeah, I mean, obviously everyone wants to do that and play in the NFL, but, you know, some things just don't work for you, and that can be genetics. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, like, the big impacts on me – for the coaches that I've had is especially my O line coach in college it's just steering you to make it in good life decisions you know it because everything you do on the football field translates to what you do in life if you go through the motions in practice you're probably going through the motions in your schoolwork so you're probably going through the motions in the rest of your life. So what was it that you guys would always say? the way you do anything is the way you do everything yes indeed that uh i mean it it's so applicable to especially high school kids because i feel like if they can get that ingrained in them at 15 16 17 years old it it it, uh, it can be a mantra that carries with them forever
1: yeah how nice would that be i wish i wish somebody would have hit me in the head with something like that when i was a right? kid
0: yeah. No kidding.
1: <laughs> Instead of like, hey, CLA, you can stay up. <laughs> you know? Yeah, let's 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 skip school and go
0: horse around constantly. <laughs> but man, we were in such a small town, and my dad was a teacher in the high school. I uh I couldn't get away with skipping school. You know? Oh really? <laughs> yeah. yeah, my uh my folks they
1: they they hustled to get me into a. a good public school that was like across town they had to get like this transfer thing and i got pinched for showing up late too many times and my dad came down there and tuned me up in front of everybody and i was like well
0: that sucked (laughs)
1: but (laughs) a little little early guidance but how's uh, how's everything out there are you guys like
0: locked down or or what uh things are opening up out here um it it's we got the mask mandate, but I mean, it's, it's a minor inconvenience if it'll help this thing end, you know, and it, uh, it's, it's good. I mean, we, we kind of just shack up in our house most of the day. Anyways, Uh, my wife stays home with the kids and we, uh, if she wants to get out, I'll watch the youngest while the other two are at, at school or she wants to get out on the weekends. So it, uh, it hasn't affected us as much as I, I think most people just because mm-hmm. of what our situation is. I, I don't need to find a job right now and I can be a bum. Sweet. And a deadbeat Sweet. dad and sit on the couch all day. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good deal. No, it, uh, <laughs> no question. Yeah. I'm but pretty no, much it, It's been good. Thing, it's, it's good. No, that's great. I mean, it, uh, it it's nice to spend time with the little ones because I've missed enough time with them. The last oh yeah, few years. You know, I'm sure I've dri- drove drove uh, driven my wife nuts, but uh, that's oh.
1: that'll happen. <laughs> you take the good, you take the bad, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you don't get these. These charming looks and then just vacation whenever you want. Yeah. You
0: know? <laughs> well, that's why this is a podcast, so no one can see my face. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Got <laughs> the face for radio. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not too bad out here. I'm in South Carolina, and, uh, I mean, we got the same thing, like the mask mandate deal, but I still, yeah. you know, we talk to people in, you know, on the West Coast or this kind of thing, and it's, it's madness, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess, you know, it, uh, but fortunately, I guess the virus can't see you if you go into a restaurant, if you're sitting down. So
0: yeah. So that's, that's nice. um, yeah. So that's
1: nice. Maybe they, they worked that into the virology study. Like, yeah, you got the big rubbery suit on, but if you sit and eat, you're good. It stays at six feet high. It says six feet ceiling there. So sit low. <laughs> oh man. Well, what else do you got, man? Are you doing like any kind of a uh, I don't know, man, causes or stuffs or direct. I haven't.
0: i been so lazy with that stuff. Um, I'm on the board of this nonprofit back in Montana. It's basically a a website journalism deal about uh, maintaining the greater Yellowstone ecosystem. Outdoorsy stuff. Um, But like, Bozeman is one of the fastest-growing micropolitan towns in America. Oh, and when I went to college, there was 25,000 people. Now there's over 50,000 people there in 10 years. It's grown. It's doubled. Oh wow! And it's just how to deal with that growth while maintaining the wildest place in the lower 48.
1: Yeah, uh and with these fires and such going on, I mean that's, that becomes a concern.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean it uh it definitely becomes a concern. Um I remember I think it was the late 80s there was a big fire in Yellowstone actually. Um so it it's always been part of the deal living out west, but I don't know it it, it just keep getting worse, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well now, I mean, yeah, I mean it's it's real bad now.
0: I, especially on the coast, you know, Oregon, Washington, California. It it's it's crazy. It yeah. sucks to see. It really yeah, it does. does suck. It's it's right. a downer.
1: Oh. But uh, yeah. <laughs> hopefully twenty twenty is not just a preview for twenty twenty one. The the yeah the prologue <laughs> yeah the yeah the prologue the trailer dun, 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 dun.
0: <laughs> oh shit i mean it can't get any worse
1: <laughs> you think that well i mean yeah it's like they always say it could be worse you could be on fire well now well,
0: what if <laughs> the country is on
1: fire half the country's <laughs> on fire are you happy now
0: <laughs> but, yeah man just we're just hanging out you hanging know trying to get on the river Two, three times a week, and kind of a fishing bum right now. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I never really got into fishing. Like Mark is into
1: fishing.
0: Really? But I don't really
1: know from fishing.
0: I'm just big fly fisherman, man. I yeah. With a little wand out in the water and. <laughs>
1: What's the idea with that? I mean, so what do you, I, And okay, so I don't know anything about, I don't know much about fishing. I know you put the line in the water, you got a worm, I've like seen it on a cartoon, and then you pull fish out, but fly fishing, like what, what's going on here? I don't know
0: anything about that. So, like, I don't know, It. it's, uh, I don't mean to sound pompous or anything, but it's a lot more technical. Um, it. It's a lot more challenging. Like uh, a fishing
1: hipster right now? <laughs> You nah, probably never,
0: it, you wouldn't get it. I, it was, I liked fly fishing way before it was cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, especially for trout because there's so many different bugs in the water that trout key, key in on and trying to match it, it, it can be really frustrating, but it can be really fun if you get the match right, match so the hatch, you, they say.
1: What are you trying to match? Like, what are you trying to do?
0: Well, there's like little nymphs in the water about that big. Uh, and they only like certain ones only come out during certain months. Um, and okay. then if, if all else fails, you can throw big streamers that like imitate uh, fish fry or baby fish and catch big Browns with those. But uh, yeah, it, it's fun. It, keeps me occupied and so when you're doing a thing up. where you
1: because i mean i've you know you've seen it on like i don't know life insurance commercials or something where the guys out there like i hope i never die and he's fly fishing <laughs> and so when you're like you're, you're whipping that thing out there you're whipping the rod or whatever out there and now what are you trying to do make it look like the thing is like like landing on the water and then going away or or what
0: yeah so you're when you're quote unquote whipping it around you're just casting to get the distance that you want um so it uh it takes a lot a lot of timing to get the feel of it um but then like if you're throwing a dry fly those are the flies that go on top of the water you're trying to imitate of uh like a mayfly coming down to lay its eggs in the water because the life cycle of the bugs is they're nymphs and then they become emergers they emerge become Mayfly, and then they live for like two days, have sex, come down, lay their eggs, die. And Man. You're, on yeah. a, you're on a schedule. Come on, come on. Yeah, yeah, we gotta get this done. I die in two days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, then the when they come down to lay their eggs on the water, the trout key in on those and come up and start sipping them. And it, it's frustrating because you can. You'll be in crystal clear water, get your fly just right, perfect cast, and then you'll see a fish come up and you think he's going to eat it. And then he'll see your fly line and then he'll just go away. Like, they're not not—they're not dumb fish. They're, it's pretty cool.
1: They got like a planner, like they know what month it is for, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> not today. You, uh,
0: you're not supposed yeah. to be here. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's wild yeah i just like tripled my knowledge of fly fishing right now and i i know more than i ever knew before about fly fishing it's terrific
0: well if you tripled it and you knew nothing then you still know nothing because i didn't explain anything
1: sweet sweet (laughs) yeah and i see people fishing around here because i mean i'm like right on a on kind of a river type situation so i see people fishing i mean it's not really my thing uh but um Like I see people fishing and then I see like standing right next to a sign that says caution crocodiles. And I'm like, (laughs) or or alligators or whatever they have here, giant lizard that'll
0: eat you, you know? (laughs) Old dinosaur.
1: Yeah. And there they are right next to the sign and they're out there fishing or like with their kid, like fishing. I'm like, no,
0: no. (laughs) I'm going to take a hard pass on fishing with crocodiles.
1: Hard pass. I'll go get fish someplace. I'll pay somebody else (laughs) to get fish. Or I'll go way out there where there's no alligators or whatever.
0: <laughs> I know somebody's
1: going to get on us and uh, on me anyway in the comments and be like, Dan, I not have crocodiles. Those are in Australia or whatever.
0: <laughs> well, something's going to bite your leg off. Yeah,
1: something. Whatever it is, it took my leg. <laughs> you happy now? No leg. Well bro, I'll let you uh get back to hassling the kids. I gotta run downstairs and uh, my kid's doing online school, so I gotta hassle her with that and make sure Whoa. she's up to speed. Dude. Wolf. Cool. Well you got anything you wanna yeah, plug? Like great. your uh your um Uh yeah,
0: mountainjournal.org. Cool. Is uh, the name of the website. It, uh, there's some really good stuff on it. Really good stuff. Cool,
1: cool. Take a look, man. We'll try to post a link when we uh when we put this podcast out and as for the rest of you okay. if you uh, if you've got questions thoughts comments or concerns you got an idea for something you want to hear me and or mike rant about then send us an email at info at apg.team or check out what we got going at www.apg.team so as the sun sets slowly in the east we'll leave you with the words of vlad the impaler who said you may call me nice guy vlad today but just wait for this next trick